0: Welcome back to Check the Locks Presents True Crime for the Short on Time. As always, I'm John Connor.
1: I'm Olivia Cornu.
0: Saying thank you for joining us this week as we dive into yet another truly terrifying bite-sized true crime case. Before we get started, Olivia, it is 1045 in the evening, a little bit earlier than maybe some of our sessions that we've been doing recently. How are you doing? Happy to see you. Are you doing okay?
1: I've had about three Cuban coffees today, and I thought I would be wired at this point, but I'm starting to dwindle down.
0: You, ma'am, are no John on caffeine. <laughs>
1: no. I don't even think it works for me anymore. I think I get a brief little zing and then it's then it's done. But anyways, I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing?
0: I'm good. I think it's all about the timing. You need to brew yourself some Cuban coffee at like 7.30. That way you're all jittery and ready to rock. And then you pass out in like an anxious sweat for like the next day because you've got so much caffeine in you. That's how I like to do it. So... <laughs>
1: well my eyelids are getting heavy so
0: that is a good thing it's a short on time episode like our t-shirts say like the one i'm sending you should we quit with the gabby gabby get to the stabby stabby because i am short on time i know you are short in time our listeners are like i'm gonna need coffee after listening to this intro should we get into it tell me what we're talking
1: about this week for this week short on time we're headed to daytona beach florida On July 1st of this year, Daytona police found themselves being flagged down at around 2 a.m. This is because a fire had started at the 600 block of Clark Street. Fire and rescue crews were quickly dispatched, and luckily they were able to extinguish the flames. However, once firefighters entered the home, they made a gruesome discovery. Inside the burned building, they found a body of a man. And upon examination, investigators quickly noticed blunt force trauma to the back of his head. Additionally, he had several stab wounds to his torso. He would later be identified as 80-year-old Michael Sarasoli. After the fire was contained, police obtained a search warrant. And in their search, they found a bloody knife lying near Sarasoli's body. Police also recovered two cell phones from inside the home. One belonged to Michael. The other was found on the windowsill with a knife lying on top of it. It would later be determined that the second cell phone belonged to 35-year-old Nicole Max. Now, at this time, the police were busy surveying the area, and it was then that they found a shoeless woman standing near a restaurant. Strangely, she was standing with both a hammer and a knife in hand. This woman was Nicole Max.
0: So, real quick, that is a terrifying thought to me, to, like, roll up to a Waffle House, because this Basically. is around, like, 2, 3 in the morning, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, can you imagine, like, you're out drinking, you've had a good time, you pull up to the Waffle House or the Denny's or wherever you go for your late night, and outside is just a shoeless lady who's holding a hammer in one hand and a knife in another. I'm like, we're eating at a different restaurant.
1: I mean, that's kind of like my day-to-day here. This morning on my drive to work, there was two men just standing on the corner fighting, like literally fist fighting at 8 o'clock in the morning.
0: Because this is also Florida that this right. is taking place. So I'm sure they're like, eh, it's a Tuesday. You know what I mean? <laughs> But who won the fight on your way to work?
1: I don't even know. I kept watching it in my rear view as I was sitting at the red light. Then I was like, should I call somebody? I'm like, but by the time I call somebody, they're going to be done or they'll end up in the ER.
0: You had a chance to be a Ryan Gosling. Have you seen that video?
1: I am not interjecting nothing.
0: He breaks up a fight in New York like a oh, no. beautiful human being. He's just, he's Ken, you know, he's enough. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just thinking... That would be such a, like, I would immediately get back into my car and be like, we're leaving. Bye. Yeah.
1: I mean, it is definitely not something I'd be like, oh, no, we're going to go elsewhere. We're just going to go home. We'll have the snacks in the cabinet.
0: Right. And also, if you're listening from Florida, I did not mean to offend you, but also.
1: It just seems that way because I think Florida has that law where they have to, like, they disclose everything. So it seems, I think Colorado and Florida have some rule or am I making this up?
0: I don't know. I just follow the Florida man Twitter account where it's like Florida man bit in the face after sleeping with cotton mouth snake and pillowcase on bed. Like, yeah.
1: I feel like there's something where they have to, like basically everything is announced on the news or something, but I don't know exactly what the rule is, but it always seems like most crazy things happen in Florida and Colorado.
0: Florida man eats own fingers on bath salts. You know what I mean? Stuff like right, that. Yeah. So again, didn't mean to offend you, Florida, but if I did prove me wrong. So,
1: <laughs> And if somebody knows what rule I'm talking about, hit us up in the Facebook group.
0: Yeah, drop it for sure, because I... Tell
1: me if I'm just making stuff up.
0: I've not spent enough time there, but it would be interesting to know. Back to the story.
1: Well, anyways, investigators noticed another suspicious sign. Max appeared to have blood splattered on her shirt and body. She was immediately detained and brought in for questioning. Now, while being interviewed, the woman's story changed several times. She initially denied having the weapons. She also claimed that she did not know a Michael Sherasoli. But later, Max admitted to living with the victim. She claimed that she was hospitalized for a panic attack earlier that day, and according to Max, Sherasoli picked her up from the hospital. When they returned, it had only been the two of them in the home. Max shared that she didn't go into Sherasoli's room and she kept to herself. Detectives informed her that she will need to give a DNA sample prior to leaving the station. During her interrogation, Max requested a drink and police gave her a Diet Mountain Dew. And it was then that Nicole Max did something truly bizarre. Once she was handed the soda, she began pouring the soft drink all over her body to, quote, wash away any possible DNA. Police tried to detain her, but she resisted, fighting and kicking the officers. Ultimately, the knife found next to Shara body showed Max's DNA on the handle and Shara DNA on the blade. Nicole Max was booked into the Volusia County Jail on August 5th. She was charged with first-degree murder, tampering with evidence, and resisting arrest with violence. Now, when I was looking into her prior criminal history, I found that she had been arrested about... Probably 10 to 15 times um, since 2020 in Florida for various misdemeanor charges. So she's had quite the run in with the law, you know, small, little, uh, simple charges, but it, there was quite a few of them.
0: I mean, I feel like you should know that Diet Mountain Dew is not going to wash away DNA. For that, you need Baja Blast, like specifically. You know right, right, I mean? right. Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe the frozen version from Taco Bell,
0: but. Right. <laughs> that code red. You know what I mean? <laughs> i I just don't understand the the thought process behind this there's just something so florida about you're never gonna catch me man give me that mountain dew (laughs)
1: i'll
0: get this dna off me real quick let me do the do
1: your dna do the (laughs) do it's
0: it's so strange and also like i feel i feel very bad for michael shirasoli but i also want to know what led to the situation
1: Yeah, the situation, I don't get how Nicole and Michael, an 80-year-old and a 35-year-old, ended up living together. Like, I don't know if he, like, felt bad for her, if she truly was homeless at one point like she had claimed. I don't know. How do they know each other?
0: It definitely seems like a strange pairing, and I know that this case is very up to date. I mean, we're talking about July. This is very recent. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if, as the case progresses, maybe we'll learn a little bit more about that relationship. But I had seen headlines of this where it was like, woman tries to wash away evidence with Mountain Dew. (laughs) And when I saw the headlines, I was like, oh, well, maybe, you know, like she poured it on a shirt or like tried to pour it on a bloodstain. I had no idea that she like doused herself with it in an interrogation room. It's just.
1: I mean, that's what it sounds like to me.
0: Yeah. Code red. Code red. (laughs) That's that's ridiculous.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't understand the thought process, but it was entertaining to say the least. I need to know how this shakes out.
0: And I will tell you, I'm making jokes, but also terrifying that like as an 80 year old, you would take somebody into your home and then they would stab you and inflict blunt force trauma and then just burn your house down. Basically. Yeah, yeah, that's real scary. Mm -hmm. So I feel really bad for him, but it's also, you know, I saw a picture of her in like the articles that I had seen.
1: It's her mugshot.
0: Yeah. You look like somebody you would down mount mountain dew all over yourself. Like, I don't know, she's extreme. You know I could what see I mean? It.
1: I could see it. But yeah, this was it. It wasn't super scary. It wasn't anything, you know, I don't know. Just interesting. Like the things that we read in the news these days.
0: I'm very interested to know how this shakes out, like you said. You know what I mean? And obviously she is not like a Dr. K Mountain Mist person. She's gotta get that good gotta get that good do. You know what I mean?
1: That mm-hmm, so. Pepsi brand
0: diet mountain dude to boot there's a there's a woman after my own heart cut that sugar let me get that dice so (laughs) so i roll all
1: right deadbolt test what are you thinking
0: i mean this is like a five i don't have any 35 year old moving in with me um you know this is anything that i fear happening to me i think this is more just crazy out there and there's obviously signs of mental illness and Like I said, I don't, I don't mean to make jokes, but it's just such a crazy premise on top of like a tragedy that it's hard to wrap your head around it, you know? And so like pointing out the absurdity is like the thing you naturally want to do. So, yeah, I mean, it's a five. I'm not double checking my locks tonight any more than I normally would. What about you? Where are you at?
1: I'm going to put it at like a three. I just, I mean, just catching the, the title of Florida woman pours Mountain Dew to remove DNA or get rid of DNA evidence. Like, come on. It's yeah, it's the absurdity of the case that really got my attention.
0: Like I said, when I saw the headlines, I was thinking of all the ways like, how how did she? It's very weird. But again, going to be super excited to kind of see how this story shakes out. And hopefully, you know, there will be justice for Michael Shirazoli. And we'll know a little bit more about the dynamic of that relationship because that's very intriguing. But that is where we fall on the dead bull test. I am coming in at a five olivia's putting it at a four but we want to know we got to ask the locksmiths where does nicole max the mountain dew cleaner fall on your deadbolt test you can let us know reach out to us on instagram at check the locks pod find us on x formerly twitter at check the locks and if you're not in our facebook group come hang out with us we would love to get to know you spend some time with you so come hang out with us in the facebook group and as always, if you are interested in financially supporting Check the Locks, you can do so by becoming a patron. Head over to patreon.com forward slash check the locks, get signed up today. Got a lot of great tiers. We got exclusive stickers, t shirts, coffee mugs, all things you can only get for being a patron. Plus, you get the episodes ad free and early. So if you love Check the Locks, but you hate commercials, that is the way to go. So again, if you like what we do, you want to help us keep the lights on, that's patreon.com forward slash check the locks. And if you cannot financially support the show, we definitely understand just listening and sharing what we do with your friends and family means just as much, if not more. So if that is you, you're hanging out with us every week. You're letting your friends know about this goofy little podcast, send a link, tell them, to listen, just know that from the bottom of our hearts, we appreciate that more than we could ever tell you again. That is going to help us grow, get more listeners, and really ultimately just expand our community. So if that's you, you're sending those links, you're letting people know to listen, just know we appreciate you very much. That is all that we have for this week's case, but please make sure that you are subscribed to Check the Locks on your favorite podcast app so that you never miss an episode. We will see you next week with a brand new, truly terrifying, bite-sized true crime case, but until then, don't forget to
1: drink your Mountain Dew and check the locks.
0: Do the do, baby. We'll see you next week. (laughs) I'm all hopped up on my